Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, this is AccuWeather Meteorologist Dean Divorce. Summer is synonymous with travel, but don't just go on a trip. Go on a real vacation. Whether your idea of vacation is lazy days at the campground or beach, or doing all the things and packing your day with hiking, biking, and more, an RV is the base camp to make it happen. Go RVing has everything you need to get on the road to an RV adventure. Visit GoRVing.com to get started. From AccuWeather.com, this is Everything Under the Sun. It's our weekly podcast featuring in-depth interviews with experts from AccuWeather and from around the world. Bringing you behind-the-scenes information, stories, and news on the weather, climate change, and the outdoors. Covering topics from the worlds of science, sports, and space. It's all the information you need to weatherproof your life. And now, here's the host of Everything Under the Sun, AccuWeather meteorologist, Dean DeVore. And welcome to this week's Everything Under the Sun. I'm not Dean DeVore. <laughs> You're not Dean DeVore. No, no, no. I'm Ken Perel, along with my producing partner, Andrew Robb. Should I call you Andrew, or is it Andy? You can you can call me whatever. You can call me <laughs> Dean if you'd like. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Dean's actually uh, on vacation this week, but we're still going to be hearing plenty from him. That's right. Yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, hitting the outdoors once again, because it is the summertime. And what better way to travel the country and see some of the great sights our country has to offer than with a recreational vehicle or, of course, an RV. Mm-hmm. So for this week, we have a very special guest, Mike Caudill, recognized TV on-air personality, and he provides expert commentary on a variety of topics, including automotive, motorcycling, marine industries, and of course, RVing. He's the ambassador for our friends at GoRVing.com. So we're going to find out everything you need to know about getting a recreational vehicle and traveling the country this summer. Then, of course, as we always do, we will uh, take a look at the weekend forecast and beyond. Dean will be joined by uh, Weather Insider podcast host Bernie Reno. Yeah, there's going to be quite a few things to talk about. Stifling heat, those fires out in the west, and of course, you know, more heavy showers for the northeast. Lots of stuff to cover, and it's all coming up next on Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. This episode of Everything Under the Sun is sponsored by NHTSA. A child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than an adult's, and leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Tragically, in 2020, 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke, and many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. Please set yourself reminders on your cell phone or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child. Always look for your baby before you lock. 
And welcome back to Everything Under the Sun. Ken Prell along with Andy Robb filling in for Dean DeVore. Oh, I'm Andy now. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, I, we'll, <laughs> we'll go informal now. All right. <laughs> but Dean's on vacation. That's right. And we're going to be talking a little bit about vacations like we talked about earlier. Here's Dean talking with Mike Caudill, ambassador of GoRVing.com on Everything Under the Sun. Mike, thanks for being with us. Uh, GoRVing.com seems like a, a great place to begin your journey if you're interested in possibly getting into the RV world, you know, extension of camping and doing more. Tell me a little bit about how it got started and and some of the great things that you would uh, really tell people that would be some amazing things that they can get from GoRVing.com. Yeah, well, and, and first, of course, thanks for having me on. And, you know, I, I always have to start with the story of myself as it relates to GoRVing.com. So uh, I'm the traditionalist, right? Grew up mom and dad. We had grew up camping in a tent and that right. tent progressed yep. to a Westphalia. So a Volkswagen Westphalia with the pump. Oh, yeah. I still see it, some of those once in a while, right? I want one. I still want So So then you go from that and then, and then we had kids and we're like, oh, we'll tent camp in some BLM spots. And then we progressed to KOA spots. Then we got the travel trailer and then that travel trailer leads to questions. So you go, man, well, how do I back this thing up? Or what do I do? (laughs) Like I got a black tank and a gray tank. Like, do I flush one? Do I keep one open? Do I close (laughs) one? So I think that's when I first discovered GoRVing.com was the need for information. Where do I camp? How do I camp? What food should I pack along with two kids? What are some of the necessities that I need to bring along to keep the, the process moving? And then, of course, just when you get into the campsite, you know, what is it you're going to do when you get in and pull into a campsite? Uh, and then and then where do I camp? Right. Am I just overnighting or am I am I doing a long term stay? So that's what GoRVing.com does. It's like the, the Swiss Army knife, if you will, for for all things camping. So as I told you before we started talking, I'm I'm a camper. I go at least seven, eight weekends a year, generally to a campground that uh, we've been going to for 15 years. Uh, my partner and I, we have we have the tent situation and a pretty good setup. But, you know, I've been thinking, you know, is it time? We've been doing this for so long. Is it time to make that step up? So maybe, maybe talk to me, Mike, about some of the decision points. Like you said, you were kind of more of a traditional camper with the tenting and stuff. When do I know, when do Joel and I know it's right for us to make that step up to an RV. And, you know, it's RV is such a overarching term, right? Because there's so many different types of it. Yeah, sure. So recreational vehicle. And it, and it's, it's so funny for you to ask me that question, because I get asked all the time, especially in the auto industry, like what car makes sense for me? Right. And I can't answer it. I can't answer that for people, right? The best is, before you get into the world of recreational vehicles, you have to know what it is you want to do. So do you want to travel across the country? Do you just want to go up the street to a local place to camp? And that helps kind of figure out what it is you want to do. In our case as a family, we had been tent camping for years and we would actually pack our tent onto a boat um, and then go out on Lake Havasu. And then that monsoonal storm came through that destroyed the tent, knocked the boat over. And my wife and I went, that's it. We're done. We don't want to camp out on the desert anymore. We want to camp in a trailer. So that's what started it for us. We said, you know what? We've got got little kids. We want to keep them out of the elements. We want to control the temperature. We want to be able to microwave macaroni and cheese if we need to. Uh, And we want to be able to take showers at the end of the day. So it's all about the journey that you choose. And what's great about GoRVing.com is it it gives you those 
areas in which you can choose from. You want a class A, which is a, a big diesel pusher or a gas puller, um, or do you want a travel trailer? And, you know, in the industry right now, it's like 80% of sales in the RV industry are all travel trailers. That's a, a trailer that you hook up to a, an existing vehicle is what you're talking about, right? Yeah, exactly. So I have a truck or I could have even something like a small little Subaru Outback. They're ultralight trailers that are really small. In fact, Keystone mm -hmm. has one called the Springdale. I've and seen that. It's a super small little a travel trailer that you can tow behind a station wagon. I just said station wagon, but yeah, you can tow it behind a <laughs> You're so 1990s, Mike. Come on, man. Uh, station know. wagon. That's what we traveled across the country with when I was a kid in 1972. Uh, but you're right. Um, the thing that I'm seeing out and about camping now is there's all kinds for different lifestyles, different budgets. You know, there's some really uh, big, huge fifth wheels and stuff that just uh, are, are really luxurious. And then there's stuff that what you said keeps you out of the elements, kind of keeps you um, drier and uh, a little bit more ability to enjoy without having to worry about the weather and 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 the problems that camping outdoors without much protection. So yeah, it's it, I guess that that is the decision. I think the other thing too is people don't understand how versatile an RV is not only just for camping, but if you're not, even if you're not using it four five, six, seven weekends a year or a week or two, there's other times of the year that it can be used too to kind of supplement other things like tailgating and having friends and family over a, a second bedroom kind of deal. That's got to be an exciting thing to have that ability. Yeah. And our last, so it's, so that's a great question. So our last RV was actually a class A, it was a Thor hurricane. So it's a really long 35 foot uh, RV that I, I drive. I drove it all across the Western part of the US. Uh, but when it was at home, we could have an additional family over that could stay inside and have air conditioning and it's plugged in right into the house and, and have those amenities. We've taken it tailgating, which is a blast. It's funny because you mentioned big, large fifth wheels. So I'm more of a purist, but I also happen to be married to my wife. And she is more of a reality glamper. strikes in when she gets involved, right? She's a glamper, right? Like it's not four <laughs> o'clock, like four o'clock with a glass of red wine and a I, this new buzzword over the last two years is a charcuterie board. You have to have the, the salami and the carrots and all that. But that's what's great about camping is that you you actually get to take your home on the road and live and experience the life that you want. Meaning if you wanna be like I go, I get up at four in the morning, I go fishing up in Mammoth Mountain, I leave the campsite, I go out and I go fishing, I come back with fish, we cook it for dinner. My wife, she sleeps until 8.30, she gets up, she drinks coffee, she reads her book. One of my kids is throwing rocks, the other one is you know, coloring inside the, the trailer. It's, it's truly an opportunity to feel freedom. Like you think about motorcycles, freedom. Well, you have that with an RV. You get to experience outdoors without the chaotic weather that comes with it sometimes. You know, in that regard too, um, yeah, when you're not having to worry as much about the weather and the effects of your camping experience at that point, yeah, you're right. It opens up so much more time for enjoyment and also gives you an opportunity when the weather isn't ideal to still be able to have some fun right inside and protected. And, you know, you know, I think that makes a big, big difference when you're not having to worry about that on that particular trip all the time. We experienced, this is probably three years ago, we did a Western U S trip in our motorhome, and we were up in Yellowstone 
and it was 85 degrees, beautiful outside. We woke up the next morning and it was snowing. One day we're out on the river. The next day we're inside watching a movie and playing cards. I mean, you want to talk about making great family family experiences. So that's what's kind of unique about the, the GoRVing.com webpage for information is that it reminds you of some of the things to pack along. Even if you're going to be out for summer, pack hoodies, pack jackets, pack the things that you need for cold weather experience and vice versa. You know, it's really about defining that experience. So the informational stuff that you need is is all contained on that website. And again, it's defi- define what it is you want to do. For us, it was progress. We progressed small, larger, larger, large, class A, drive, talk about an experience. I, I got to share this. Every time we would move from campground to campground on our West, we were on the road for 25 days. I like to leave at four in the morning, 3.30 or four in the morning. I just am that guy. I, I function well early. So the best part about the class A is that I could load up my kid. My kids are in the back asleep. I just take off and I go. Right. My son would get up at about six and he would sit next to me for two or three hours and we would just sit and talk. Probably some of the best times that you had with him and because it was just you and he and then the open road in front of you and you could teach him some life lessons. That's got to be pretty cool. Total life lessons, total great experiences. And the same thing with a travel trailer. You just get up early in the morning and meander outside and my son and I will sit by you know, the previous night's campfire, just talking, which is great. We're talking with Mike Caudill from uh, GoRVing.com. And, you know, one of the things I was thinking about, Mike, was what about renting maybe the first time an RV situation to kind of get the feel of it before you make that decision? Is that something that you guys talk about on GoRVing.com? Highly recommend it. So let me do this to to kind of help some of the listeners in regards to what are your options out there? So. When you go to the website, you're going to see options for travel trailers, fifth wheels, class A's, class C's, and class B's. So just to make it really easy, starting with the end in mind, uh, a travel trailer is something that you can tow behind your vehicle with a hitch. Uh, They come really, really small, ultra light that you can tow behind a really small vehicle. Uh, very functional, very easy. Some of them may only just have a bed with an outdoor kitchen that it adapts. You add onto the side. Yeah. Then you move to the next size travel trailer and you get it. You progressively get bigger and bigger, pulling from the back of the vehicle on the bumper. Then you move from that into what is called a class C and that's or a uh, fifth wheel. And that's where just the hitch is inside the truck bed. Okay. So those are a lot bigger inside the truck bed. Then you progress to a class C, which is cab over the top of an engine that you drive. So you see a cab over the top. And then you progress into a class B, which is like a sprinter van or the Volkswagen Westphalia, and then your class A. You can actually rent any one of those along the food chain to experience for the first time. So if you think you might want to do a fifth wheel and you have the capabilities with your own vehicle, you can do it. But even better than that, a website like Outdoorsy, which is a, a website where consumers that own vehicles can simply uh, allow people to rent them. It's like the Airbnb of RV world. Gotcha. Pull it in, the owner can pull it into a campsite for you and drop it off and let you experience a fifth wheel without having to even tow it. They can put a class A in there. They can put a travel trailer in there. Anything you want, they can do that. And the best part about renting first is it helps you really define what that experience is you want to be. Do you want to keep it short? Do you want to keep it long? And that's the best part about it. You know, I I think 
with weather always being a concern and it can change on a dime, you can make the greatest trip plan in the world two, three, four months ahead of time, but you get to that first couple of days right before and you realize that you're going to have a lot of bad weather. You know, there's versatility in having the RV. Whereas if you've made a vacation plan in a one singular place at one hotel, and it's very hard to change that stuff if you know the weather's going to be bad. But with the RV, there's the versatility of, well, weathering out the bad weather or to maybe go someplace else, uh, maybe a little bit of a last minute change. It's a little easier to, a lot easier to do in the RV world, right? Absolutely. Flexibility is the number one word that you have to ingrain in the mind of somebody that wants to get into the world of RVs. Because when you come from California, it's 75 and sunny every single day. Yeah, you might get a little bit of a a blast from the wind or maybe a little bit of rain that they say is going to come, but really doesn't. When you're in Wyoming, when they say it's going to rain, you better find a spot to to get yourself battened down. And I think that's what's really unique about uh, an RV is that if you're flexible, you have the ability to, to alter your plans. I will never forget, best decision we ever made was leaving uh, leaving Yellowstone, heading south, and we came to a T-stop. A and straight took us back to San Diego, left took us to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. <laughs> and when we got to that stop sign, I literally turned to my wife and I said, go straight, go left. And Which way said, do you want to go, girl? <laughs> go left. We went left, up nice. over the top, dropped down into Jackson Hole all of the campsites, it was July, all of the campsites were totally booked up. So we camped uh, across the street. I say camped, we we housed ourselves overnight at an open lot across the street from the campsite. And they said that tomorrow we'll have a spot that's available. So that flexibility, right? We went and had a great time that night, had dinner. The next morning we moved into our campsite. We were there for three days and then we ventured onto the next location. That's what's great is, is the flexibility to go where you want to go, when you want to go and do it on your own terms. So with the increased popularity, um, have your experience said that it's harder to find RVs or is it now getting easier because as more people are buying new things, you know, that's one of the things that I've noticed in the RV camping world. I mean, you could go out and buy something brand new or you could just keep your eyes open and around if you're in it and figure out if somebody else buys something new, they may have something that becomes available for you and, and fits in your lifestyle a little bit better. I like to be real. I like to give listeners uh, the true reality of what's what's happening out there. COVID really crushed a lot of industries. What we've learned from COVID is that people want to spend more time with their families. They want to spend more quality time with their families. So in the auto industry, in the marine industry, in the motorcycle industry, and in the RV industry, sales are all through the roof. The unfortunate side is that the blast and thinking about weather, what happened down in Texas this last winter in Houston and in Dallas, Fort Worth, we had some really bad weather impact the resin that is needed for RVs and needed for boats. So the short answer is sales are through the roof. Uh, I was just at the Keystone plant in Elkhart, Indiana, about Mm. three weeks ago. I toured the facility where they produced the Montana, which is their best-selling fifth wheel. They produce 20 of them a day. Wow. They roll through an assembly line, 20 of them a day. And what's really incredible about it is that they're all spoken for and paid for, and they're $100,000. So sales are up. I think it's roughly, and and the team at GoRVing could validate this, it's about 80% up 
or 80% take rate on travel trailers. Everyone was reporting between 100% and 300% increase in sales. Rentals were up 1,000% wow. during COVID of 2020. And it's projected to keep going. So this resin is, you're talking about the stuff that's used on the outside of the yeah. of the materials and the, to protect from the elements and stuff. So that's analogous to the chip shortage that we're seeing in the auto industry, right? Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, correct. You're, you're seeing a couple different things. And it's just, like I said, it's the harsh reality of kind of what COVID has dictated to many of us. You're seeing some folks not go back to work. You're seeing a whole new work from home cycle where people are really enjoying working from home more so now than ever before. You're seeing the shortages that apply to resin and other uh, byproducts. I also saw that the insulation that you spray on the inside, anything that's petroleum based, you're seeing shortages, especially from Southern Texas. That's where all the petroleum in the country really comes from. So that just caused shortages, shortages caused delays, delays, uh, you know, ended up hitting the consumer. But consumers, believe it or not, the consumers aren't really that pissed. No, they're, they're, people are resilient, especially right. in the camping world. I think, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. you know, when you go to a campground, it's kind of like going into this big group help situation because everybody wants to help everybody. And, yeah. and that's the that's the beauty, I think, of a campground. You have a problem, you don't know something, you know, obviously you can go to GoRVing.com and get some information. But the answer also may be right in the campsite next to you with somebody who's very willing to help you in that situation. I think that's the spirit of camping that I love so much, Mike. That's the best part of camping. We're actually getting ready to launch a series of how-to videos. The, the first one that we're launching, and you'll really get a little chuckle out of this, is about backing your travel trailer up into, into your campsite, um, which is a very scary and challenging and new thing for a lot of new- I have problems backing up my SUV sometimes, you know, without right? all those cameras. And sometimes that makes it worse. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. <laughs> and it's always the same thing. The husband's driving and the wife is behind the vehicle and he's shouting at her and she's shouting back. I've and seen everyone this. in the campsite hears this. So we did, we did, we're doing a series of videos that are- three to five minutes in length so that people can kind of have fun learning about how to use and operate your, your RV. I mean, that's the best part. And then the, if you get there, always ask a friend. Everybody wants to help. Shoot, I'm the worst. You, you think I chat enough on this. Hey, buddy, you need help. I can back it up for you. I'll do it for you. Hey, I'm here. Whatever you need. Well, I would hope that'd be fun to run into you, Mike, uh, in the in the campground and and have you and have you back my RV up again. Uh, GoRVing.com, uh, a great resource for all the information you need. Whether you're just getting into it, trying to make a decision which piece of equipment might be fitting your lifestyle and your family best, or you know something you've been a you've been a veteran camper and a veteran RV user, and uh, you know we all run into things that we don't know on a given day. Mike, it's been exciting to talk to you, and I. I think you're right. I think this, you know, there may be some glitches in the road here in the next year or so till the supply catches up with the demand, but it's really a, an exciting time for those who like to camp and use RVs and especially this great website to uh, to really be excited as, you know, summer synonymous with travel and here we are and all the great flexibility that RVs can give us. I, I think uh, everybody's got to be excited in this industry right now. It's nice to see where things are at. You know, the, the, every industry has its highs and lows. And I think the RV industry had a, a few years where it was battling a little bit. Right now, I think all the, the RV makers are in a really good place. Go RVing is in a great place. 
Uh, and it's just fun, right? I even myself, I've been home more with my kids in this last year than I did the I did 200,000 miles in the air the year before. Like it's great to be home and spending time with my kids. So if you want to find a way to uh, do something fun, get into the world of RVing, rent one, try it out, do it, experience it and create those memories. Mike Caldwell joining us on Everything Under the Sun. Thanks for being with us. This is great. And uh, we'll talk talk to you again sometime down the road. Thank you so much. And our thanks to Mike Caudill and our friends at GoRVing for taking the time to chat with us on Everything Under the Sun. Mike's also a key member and partner of an Automotive Industry Insider website. You can check that out at www.ourautoexpert.com. That's ourautoexpert.com. And of course, for everything recreational vehicle, just visit our friends at GoRVing.com. That was awesome. That makes me want to just hop in and travel the country. There's so much to see. I mean, those things are just uh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So many amenities. I mean, it's just, it's like a home away from home. Yeah. Cause I'm not a camper. No. I, I, the outdoors, <laughs> but you know what? Set me up with one of those. Oh, oh yes. I'd be out every weekend. <laughs> Speaking of the weekend, What's the forecast going to be like? We'll find out next. Bernie Reno, host of the Weather Insider podcast, is going to join Dean. So we'll take a look at the weekend and the week beyond next here on Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. This podcast is sponsored by the NHTSA. Every year, children die from being left alone in cars. If you see a child left unattended, call 911 immediately. Welcome back to Everything Under the Sun. Ken Prell, along with Andy Robb, in for Dean DeVore this week. Dean's on vacation, but still checking in with us. Yeah, plenty of things to talk about. I mean, it's been some wild weather over not even just this week, but the past couple weeks. And uh, we're going to find out what the weather has in store for this weekend. But not only that, the week ahead. And joining Dean is, uh, of course, our very own Bernie Reno from our Weather Insider podcast. What are we looking at? As we head in the next week, we're going to take a sneak peek in the next week. A couple of items that we're going to watch for. Number one, item number one, you know, all you hear about now is heat domes, heat domes, heat domes, heat domes. Well, really, that's just an upper level high. Now, what's going to be happening is that upper level high a couple of weeks ago that was parked in the northwest. That's why they had the extreme heat. Then this last week, it was parked across the southwest. That's why they had the heat. Now, that upper level high, that heat dome is going to be expanding and moving north into the northern plain, or I should say the northern Rockies, as we move in the next week. Now, it does not look as extreme to me as what we've seen in the northwest and southwest, but with that upper level high across the northern plains, you're going to start getting at least record-challenging heat. Parts of Colorado, Wyoming, uh, Montana, and into the um, into the parts of the Dakotas where they can't buy a drop of rain. They're in extreme drought across the Dakotas. But the other thing is with that upper high located where it is, yes, who may start to get some rain. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, California. Whoa. Start getting some thunderstorms in the Eastern parts of California, places that desperately need it as we uh, go through the week uh, next week. So that's also something to look for. And, you know, the Northeast, we can't stop it raining. Well, I think Mm. next week they look okay. The Northeast There's not going to be much in the way of rain, but watch out for downpours across the southeastern part of the United States. You know, I don't see much in the way of severe weather, but, you know, whenever you get those showers and thunderstorms down there, they could be slow moving and you can get some flash flooding as well. All right, you know what July 15th starts? The doldrums of the tropical season. I think I came up with that term. I think you're right. I, and I've, we've talked about this, you and I, a couple of times where 
I seem to hit that beginning of that period right at the right after July 4th, that second yeah. or third week of July. And normally had great uh, a full week of good weather when we're here in Cape Cod. And yeah. this year it has been unsettled. But I think looking at things, I wish I would have delayed my trip uh, a little by a later next yeah, next yeah. week looks like a solid beach week here. We're finally getting into some beach weather here in the Northeast uh, along the Eastern Seaboard for a couple of days here at the end of the week. Yeah, it looks like all of the problems are going to be in the Southeast. And, you know, even when you look at the tropics, I, I don't see anything of significance, at least for the next week to 10 days. We'll see if anything can form, but it does look settled. Of course, when we talked about the midseason lull, that's one thing we never had last season. Let's see if this season will be a little different, Dean. It looks that way, right? It looks like uh, we've gotten a couple of fits and starts. You know, I kind of thought, Bernie, like the atmosphere across the lower 48 didn't know what to do this past week after Elsa. And we've Mm -hmm. seen that time and time again in this pattern the last year or so where we get a big event, a big eastern storm, whether it's tropical or just a nor'easter kind of big low coming up. And then the atmosphere takes a week or so to kind of settle out. And it looks like to me that happens here coming up next week where we get to more typical summertime weather. And you're right. You said at the beginning of this podcast uh, that the return of the chances of rain to California, mm-hmm. that's certainly good news for those folks here in the next week or so. You know, they can. But, you know, just like we saw this week, flooding is a problem. You know, Dr. Joel Sobel, one of the AccuWeather icons, always would tell me that when it comes to the Southwest, Texas, and even California, all droughts end in floods and unfortunately i i think you're going to continue to see the flash flooding with these thunderstorms i mean it's nothing unusual for them it's just the way the weather works there and and that's been bearing out this last uh, month or two like we had the the real dry stretch in the great lakes and they ended it with some flooding so hey thanks for letting me kind of piggyback on your uh, weather insider here this uh, this thursday that we're going to use here for everything under the sun since i'm on vacation trying yeah, not well, to work so I, hard I, I hope you enjoy vacation um enjoy it because guess what when you come back your vacation's over <laughs> and i've got a lot of work on my desk good to be you with you my you. friend it always cracks me up when uh, bernie and dean get together <laughs> because it's amazing either one can get a word in edgewise <laughs> it cracks me up when bernie's teamed up with anybody <laughs> You got to love them. And of course, if you want to hear more of Bernie and his expertise, uh, be sure to check out our Weather Insider podcast that drops every single weekday, Monday through Friday um, on all your platforms, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find them. And of course, AccuWeather.com slash podcast. That's right. Well, Dean will be back in the uh, host chair doing the whole thing next week because I'm actually on vacation. So yeah. you're in charge next week. That's right. So we're <laughs> going to be uh, we're going to be checking in with, of course, our friend, uh, expert long range meteorologist Paul Pastelock with a little bit of an update on the summer forecast and what's to come potentially. And uh, we're going to be also be taking a listen to some of our best of segments, oh, some cool. of the, some of our favorite segments that we've done over the past year here on Everything Under the Sun. So we hope you tune in for that. All right. Well, for Dean DeVore, Bernie Reno, Mike Caldwell, who joined us earlier. Yeah. Our friends at GoRVing.com. Thanks so much for that. Yep. It was a busy week. I'm Ken Prell. That's Andy Robb. Thanks so much for listening. This is Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe to, rate, and review Everything Under the Sun on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And of course, if you have an idea for a future podcast, just email us at accuweather.podcast at accuweather.com. <laughs>